0: Hi and welcome to the Psyche Podcast where we discuss all things mindset, mental well-being and living your best life. I'm your host Hannah and I'm a mindset and mental well-being coach and founder of Psyche Coaching. Welcome and we hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back. I hope you've had a fab week and that you enjoyed last week's episode with Trav. And I don't know about you, but I have definitely been looking at his 12-step um, plan to a bucket list and have been rewriting mine and starting to think about the things that I really want to achieve. And this idea of designing the life that you want. And obviously, um, it's, it's very nice to visualize your ideal life and be idealistic in that way. Um, maybe a bit harder to put in place, but I think having that ideal version and actually taking that time to think about how you would like it to be gives you ideas and from that you can adapt them to build a life that is nearer to that ideal than what you might be experiencing at the moment. So this week's episode we are talking about sensitivity and it's kind of a sensitive week (laughs) on Instagram and across our social media so I really like this idea of kind of getting into the theme of the week and the podcast. So I posted yesterday on the blog about my own sensitivity and uh, sensitive journey. So once you've had a listen to this, head over there and have a read of my blog post. And before we dive in, uh, because it's a fab discussion, Nicole is, uh, has an amazing energy and is a really a lot of fun to talk to. Uh, just a little reminder that at the end of May the 30th and 31st with Jess from Light Up Work we are running a two-day virtual wellbeing conference. It's all online and we've split wellbeing into four pillars, physical, emotional, spiritual and social and we have amazing guest speakers. We're just trying to finalise the details and then we're putting out a full schedule on social media and from tickets we are going to be donating half of the, uh, the sales to Samaritans and Mind, who are charities that we talk about a lot on the podcast. And they're my go-to for information and support. And we're always recommending them. And so we just love to really be able to support the work they do. And we've got some fantastic topics. So that is all over on our Facebook page. There's a link to the event and all the details in there. So if you want to find out more, head over there and you can drop me a message as well, if you have any questions. Today, we're all about being sensitive and it being a a superpower. So I wonder if that's a way you've ever thought of your own sensitivity, if you are someone who identifies as sensitive. And Nicole is all about empowering sensitives to really own that part of themselves. So I really hope you enjoy this interview as much as I enjoyed speaking to Nicole, and I'll catch up with you after. Hi, everyone, and I'm really happy to welcome this week's guest, Nicole, to the podcast. So Nicole, welcome. And if you could introduce yourselves to the listeners and tell us them a little bit about you, that would be great.
1: Yes, thank you. I'm excited to see where we get to journey to today. Thanks for having me. I'm Nicole Eisler and I like to say I'm Chief Empowerment Officer and a coach for Sensitives Worldwide. I help people who have been told they're too sensitive actually recognize that sensitivity is their greatest gift and also Um, how to use that gift as their greatest asset to make a real impact in a world that so badly wants and needs it. Uh, I work with um, sensitives, empaths, creatives. I have clients who are psychics, coaches, healers, or they're in transition from corporate to calling and they really want to make that more personal impact in their own way in the world. They're certainly doing that where they're at, but it want, they want something that feels a little more meaningful uh, and it's very exciting to watch. Same with my journey, that was really my story as well. Um, and so just to help them go from feeling maybe stuck where they're at or not getting that fulfillment of why they're really here. They're really searching for that. And to answer that soul calling, it's it's pretty amazing. <laughs> it fills my life.
0: <laughs> yeah, amazing. I mean, there are so many things that we already want to pick up on from what you said. But I guess the most logical place to start is you said a little bit about your own journey with sensitivity. So I wonder if you'd like to talk around that a little bit and how you came to be working in this area.
1: Yeah, for most of my life, Honestly, I didn't know there was a thing called sense, you know, that it was actually could be viewed as a gift. Uh, I just I was always told you're too sensitive. Why are you that way? Um, I used to question it myself. So I can say I've been in the sensitive trenches, so to speak, my whole life. And I, as I started to do like, why, why do I feel this way? There were always, there was always this sort of pull to get more information for me. I didn't. And so I was kind of on a a detective on the search and I started to uncover some information that was empowering, but a lot of information about being sensitive that actually made me feel inferior or I had to be careful. I wasn't going to be able to do what other people could do, which wasn't matching the visions I was given about what I really wanted to do with my life, you know, stepping out and I love empowering other people. Um, So I kind of resisted that information and started to ask myself, but what does that mean for me? Like, how does that feel good for me? And that evolved. And as I started to step out and really honor that part of myself, and talk about it openly from that perspective. Sensitive started come people. They didn't. I didn't know I was sensitive. This is such a great, you know, perspective. I've been finding things that haven't been working. I always thought I was weird. I used to joke, in fact, that I thought I was an alien from another planet. And so I started a community. I started speaking on this topic, and very quickly filled up with clients. People who wanted more. They're from all over the world. That was another cool thing I discovered. It's not. Um, an area of the world we are 15 to 20 percent of the population but not empowered segment of the population right some are still really living in i feel hiding almost trying to minimize that piece but man we're the connectors and we're the messengers and so that's how this evolved into where i am today where i have a full community and i work with clients from all over and Uh, I can't talk about it enough because I want everyone to know that you weren't created flawed. (laughs) You're not too sensitive. And typically that's just a lack of understanding on some, you know, it's a lot of times people saying, if you've ever been told you're too sensitive by someone, they're not typically asensitive. They don't have the same perspective that you do or that deep feeling on, you know, why are you crying again? Because did you see that scene in the movie? Like, you know, we feel through other people's lives. And so it's a beautiful thing. And we can use that in a very empowered way. And that's what I did for myself. And I thought, okay, I started to recognize, and this is what I love telling people. If you feel a certain way about something, there's probably someone else who feels similar way. Mm -hmm. And that's where it became like this hub of people coming from all over and saying, I, yeah, I I want to lead with my sensitivity. I mean, it's a huge component of us. Our brains are wired differently scientifically. Mm -hmm. So that was really how I ended up here. (laughs) It just kept evolving and people kept growing and stepping out and starting spiritual businesses, writing books, becoming authors and speakers. I have clients that, Maybe they had a creative side as a hobby, but now they're professional artists and that's their livelihood and to, you know, and leaving toxic relationships and discovering all of these components about themselves that I believe makes the world a better place to be. So that's, that's the long nutshell version.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I think that idea of being too sensitive is something that possibly a lot of people have heard. They're expressing emotions that oh you're so sensitive as a such a negative but you know what you're saying there that that depth of feeling being able to relate to other people and that's a good thing isn't it and it's it's so strange isn't it that something that is about human connection and, right. and yeah it's how is that <laughs> how is that a negative right
1: how is that yes and if you are, because maybe, and I, uh, I've i kind of outlined a journey to empowerment for sensitives. It was my own journey, and it is also what I've watched all the clients that have coached over the years. And there's, so let's say we're at the unaware. I just have no idea that I think I'm the only one. I'm definitely not empowered. And someone's telling me I'm too sensitive. I'm questioning myself on all things, not just that. Well, if I'm too sensitive, I'm maybe not looking at this right and you 're right it 's such a beautiful quality we and yet this same person who 's not aware, maybe feels too sensitive, can go out connect with someone who 's feeling down a stranger. They have a few minutes of a conversation both parties both people are lifted, spirits are lifted, and they don 't even know them, but they they understand you know many of my clients, including myself, I used to have total strangers say things to me like wow, I feel like you get me more than anyone in my life. I've never told anyone those things before. These are beautiful qualities that we want to uh, enhance and we want to, we want to get those empowered. And so you can move through that journey until you're using it very openly, very, what I call unconscious competence. You've embodied Mm -hmm. it and it's more effortless to make your impact and also feel fulfilled, Um, that, Ooh, that's such a, mm, you, you feel like you're meant for more, but I'm not doing it. And so it it can Mm. be very deflating. And I just love encouraging that feelings there for a reason. It's a call. (laughs) Yes. It's a beautiful thing. I, it like, I don't know what I would do if I had to go to be a not, not sensitive. I don't, I don't know. That would take away so many beautiful things, um, you know, so I agree.
0: Yeah because I think it's definitely something when we initially connected that resonated with me because I've always felt like quite a sensitive person in the particularly with anything that could be criticism that you know and and it was really rooted I think in insecurity and I think I haven't actually consciously thought about this until now but I, I had kind of I had moved away from feeling like I was a sensitive person I think because I've worked more on confidence, but that thing that you were saying about that connecting with other people and the kind of empathic stuff, that still really resonates with me. And I found I've always felt a bit socially awkward, but I found now doing these podcast interviews that I'm connecting with someone that I've never spoken to before. And we can have these amazing conversations that are deep and about feelings and experiences. And I think it's because I still have that sensitivity, although it's I guess moved away from that um, air quotes negative perceptions. Mm-hmm. Of being overly emotional, and I can to an extent handle criticism now. I'm still not a fan of it, but you know, I, like I, I don't know, yeah,
1: right, yeah, criticism or harsh. Well, this comes in all different layers and forms, right? Or, mm-hmm. um, but it was when we emailed, I i that's the feeling I really love, and I wouldn't want to be able to get I wouldn't want to have to give it up is that instant like ooh, I like there was just an energy exchange that mm-hmm. um and it was very easy, it felt very effortless right to book this I wasn't oh, is this person going i mean I don't really think in terms of that anymore, but i we've never talked talked before, and I feel like we know each other, and so that's a a fun part that's where I love to bring the gifts forward because you get. This goes beyond, so you may have a goal, a dream, but what I love to also open is to see beyond that because there are such unexpected uh, benefits, I don't know, benefits isn't the right, blessings, I don't know, that just gets sprinkled all along the way. And it's this, it's being able to connect with someone uh, totally in a different part of the world, talk about an inspiring topic, which I would pretty much bet that much of your audience resonates with the topics that you're talking about because- you, you're sharing your gifts, you know, and, and you have that, um, that welcoming part of you that makes it easy to show up and, and talk with you. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, yeah, criticism is, I'd like to help sensitives also live independent of other people's words, feelings, opinions, so that if there is something helpful, you can receive it, but not, oh gosh, back in my <laughs> way back years, things would stick with me for so long and my mind would just churn and churn. And why did they say that? Why, what did they mean? Did they, and I took everything personally and it was, you know, it was very, it was a struggle. So um, yeah, I totally get that feeling. Right. And, and I love, so I want to just touch, not to keep going, but you had touched on something that does happen for a number of my clients too, where they've almost shut down that ability. Like, well, if I'm too sensitive, then I won't be, or I'll just trudge through and, you know, or you might think, uh, I've heard phrases like, I've been told I should get a tough skin or, you know, I need to be, but it's just, it's not that you're not strong. It's just an energy management uh, thing. So, let's bring it back out is what I'm saying. You do, you do, because in your podcasts and connecting with people, you are definitely using your gifts. Um, but yeah, I've heard that before.
0: Yeah. But I think it's, I can't remember what you said, was that 15 to 20% of of people are, are sensitive and, you know, there might be people listening who are like, well, that doesn't sound like me at all, but it takes all kinds of different people. Yes to make a society that that functions in a healthy way. You know, it it hates people who are more sensitive and people who are maybe not because we all have different strengths. Exactly.
1: And so when I'm doing a talk or I'll say, how many in the audience have ever been told they're too sensitive? And a smaller percentage, will raise their hand, depending on what kind of group I'm talking to. If it's all sensitives or some sort of holistic thing, they tend to be the majority. Then I'll say, how many of you in the room, I've ever told someone you're too sensitive and the other part of the room will go up. Right. So Mm -hmm. it does. Uh, and it's not always hereditary. So I, you know, I have clients who are sensitive. There's their children are not, I have client or I've met people as well. I just had a woman the other day. She said, well, I, I fully respect and love what you do. I'm, I don't resonate and I'm not a sensitive, but my daughter is definitely a feeler. And that has created sometimes struggles between parenting and family dynamics as well. Um, And, you know, I'm all about the younger we can empower (laughs) our people, right, and our youth, the better the world will be. And there's so many opinions in the world right now, and we're blasted with them on social media. You know, I have adults who are feeling overwhelmed by things. Can you imagine being, I can't imagine being a teenager today. So I tend to also have my clients, they're like, oh my God, this thing we worked on, I shared it with my daughter or I shared it with my son and it was amazing. And that's the uh, sprinkles that I talked about before that go beyond just reaching goals and not to take away from goals or anything, but the human component, right? That connection piece. Um, Yeah. So it takes everyone. We're all in this for a, a purpose and we all play our part in that together. So I agree fully.
0: And so, my next question, I think we've sort of touched on this, but I think it would just be great to make it really explicit. In what ways is being sensitive a gift? So we've kind of talked about them a little bit, but you mm-hmm. sum up the, the things that make it a gift.
1: We definitely share similar traits because of my experience with so many sensitives. So I never put any sensitive in a box because Mm -hmm. there are traits though that you tend to connect with people very easily. You read people, whether you realize you do it or not, you're reading energy, you're reading people. You can walk in a room, read the vibe of the room uh, and be like, what's going on in here? No one said a word, right? Mm -hmm. Um, We tend to also notice very subtle changes, the finer details that maybe other people overlook. So you're a great team member where you're like, wait, Has anyone thought about? And everyone goes, oh, no, we didn't think of that, right? So you're a deep processor. Um, You think very deeply, which can also be why you startle very easily because you're really engaged in what you're doing. Very creative. My goodness, creative in uh, this could look like, I don't know, how you put outfits together, how you decorate your home or a space. You always want it to feel or look inviting and warm. Uh, Mm -hmm. You're a great conversationalist, but it's more on that deeper level. We love to talk about life, the meaning of life, setting goals. What does this mean for you? Feelings. Even if you feel emotionally messy yourself, you definitely, you have compassion for how others feel. And I also like to help my clients understand any let's say negative experiences, um, patterns, pain in your life that you've experienced, we can turn that to a purposeful, it tends to have something to do with the purpose why you're here, who you're here to help, what. And so there's always, I say, you know, in the universe, there may be a negative, there's always a positive opposite. And so I love finding that. And you're like a detective. Why is this this way? How could it be better? You're looking and creating harmony in the world. These are just a few, like I could rattle all day. Now that doesn't even touch on, everyone's individual, what I call sensitivity superpower. You also have your own gift set. And that's what I love to help people explore. Like, well, what's my sensitivity gift set? Like, what does that look like? Mm -hmm. So just know that you're not alone. 15 to 20% of the population, 50% male, female, but females tend to, men are taught toughen up, you know, (laughs) rub some dirt on it kind of thing, not talk about feelings. Um, Men who do talk about feelings sometimes are find it difficult to fit in but yeah so that's just a a quick rattle range of gifts and what what really makes us able to but human connection and spirit connection we just we see the bigger picture and visionaries just a lot to it really
0: Mm, it's beautiful yeah yeah it's it's interesting because when you were saying those there's so many of them that i resonated with um but in particular when you were saying the, the beginning about the being really perceptive to to changes and noticing everything and that's something that i do in new spaces and i always kind of attribute it to anxiety which is to experience as well but mm. like having mm. to know the space and who's in it and being like hyper vigilant
1: yes you know and anxiety really gets a bad rap and many sensitives you say the word sensitive or anxiety and they go Ugh. You know, we just, but anxiety is one of your best intuitive emotions because, hmm, I'm, you know, I'm not, a, something's off, right? And so instead of saying, oh, no, I have anxiety, say, oh, that's interesting. Why, what am I picking up on? What am I noticing? And it may not be, let's say you're totally at peace. You're having a great time someone walks up and they're very anxious and you quickly feel very anxious. You go, I was just fine. Why do I feel this way? It's creating that awareness that you are always, we're we're like an energy portal. We're just feeling, right? Which is why it's also important to have alone time, quiet time. Not everyone will understand that, but I'm telling you, it's so important for you. Um, but yes, you, <laughs> I'm, I was always the one like, oh, did it just get cold in here? And everyone's like, no. And about five minutes later, oh, what's that cold, you know, or what's that smell? We're very, Mm -hmm. we can be, sometimes you are very smell sensitive, scratchy sensitive. Um, So those things can, you know, interrupt your nervous system, right? And your thought patterns. And so it is important to, Recognize how you're feeling, and then say, "This is interesting. What am I picking up on? Or what? Am, what was I just thinking about? Or who was I just thinking about? What just shifted in my environment? What just changed? That it's not always just that you feel something for no reason. That's it's not right. And we have all of our emotions for a reason to help you navigate where you are in the emotional guidance system. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love all the emotions, even the ones that don't feel fun, (laughs) but they all serve a purpose and they're to help you recognize things. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Absolutely. I found it really interesting when you said about the needing alone time, because there's definitely (laughs) something that I need. And it it made me think of um, a situation I went traveling with um, a very close friend of mine uh, for four months. And I would say, I imagine she would agree that she's also quite a sensitive soul, but I think I was more aware of my needing alone time in some situations than she was, and she could also Mm -hmm. see in me that suddenly there would be times where I'd just be like, "I've had enough people now. I just (laughs) (laughs) need some space." Um, And we had a conversation about this um, not too long ago. That you know, it was like a visible thing she could see when I was like, "No, (laughs) I need that space now. It's too much stuff." Right. Right.
1: And it has nothing to do with, like, it's not the person, right? Sometimes people think, well, what do you mean you need alone time? We're relaxing. Why aren't you relaxed? It isn't that we're not. It's just different being, I always use the example if you've ever been around a crowd of people or shopping or you went to an event and then you got in your car, you're alone, you shut the door and you kind of go, oh, it's just your own energy. And, you know, I do help my clients help their family, friends, et cetera, understand this is not about you, this is for my energy. If and for me to be the best me, it's really important I get that time to reset. Um, and it just you're just able to be in your own your own stuff, your own space. You just feel at ease because we're super feelers. We're picking up on all things all the yeah. time. <laughs> and you can filter that. Don't get me wrong, that's the mastery of it, right and building those skills. but yeah, it's it's not a personal thing. well, sometimes. Might be sometimes we're talking holidays or maybe a relationship that's popping in for someone that's like, "Mm, nope, I think that would be someone I, you know, and depending on the energy, the mood, but yeah, it's just, you know, maybe that's a hot shower, by you know, and just kind of, or I'm going to take a bath or take a little walk. I'll be back in a few. It doesn't take hours Mm. when you really get into it. You take those little mini breaks and um, that's what keeps you, it's like recharging your battery, like your phone. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't question why did my phone battery die? <laughs> well, you didn't plug it in.
0: <laughs> same.
1: Yeah. Alone time for us is like plugging in, right? Mm. To our soul, getting reset.
0: Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, and I imagine that people who are, that, I like that you pointed out that it's not necessarily about the other person. If you're saying no, and people who aren't sensitive, maybe might not understand that. Like, well, what, why do you need to just go and have a lie down for like half hour? Why do you need to go to that? It's not about them. It's not that you're trying to escape from them. It's you Correct. need to recenter for yourself.
1: And I'll use the phone example again. So let's say you have all of your apps open and running and there's a bajillion of them. And well, did your battery last all day like usual or... Um, you know, like if you have, let's say you have a mileage tracker on something different. So there's more activity and there's more interaction and there's more uh, with other people and different environments changing because what we also do, we're always reading our surroundings. So we're reading the environment. If you're on a trip, everything's new, your nervous system, boom, 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 you're firing. So you close out some of the apps, (laughs) time with people, you plug in, you know, alone time and slow things down. That's also the thing. We can, And depending on everyone has a natural energy pattern, their own, I should say, unique energy pattern. Mine tends to be very fast. So I like to keep moving in a lot of things and then, but whoa. (laughs) Um, So helping to understand and honor your own energy needs, trust me, will make everyone happier and you will be so much healthier and happier. If you don't feel well, you're burned out, you feel overwhelmed. Nobody around you is very happy. I would, you know, no, it's not helping. So it's really important for you, yeah, for each of us to do that, as mm-hmm. uh, as you feel you need it, right?
0: And I, and I think that understanding your own energy, whether you're who you resonates with yes. or not, is so important. And I don't know if you ever heard of Human Design, which is um, a system, and it's about you know energy types. And, mm-hmm. and I read about my type, and it was just like, oh, <laughs> and it actually, almost gave me permission to some of the things that I was doing and I was like, Oh, well, maybe I shouldn't do that because you know, you have the idea of what's the right way to sort of function and, and to do mm-hmm. stuff. Maybe I shouldn't just be so impulsive. I should like plan stuff. But Actually when I read about my type it's completely about the, in the moment, impulsive. I was like, Oh, yes. well, it gave me permission to a little bit to do it, to be myself. And-
1: that is a, if there's one thing you study the most in your whole lifetime, let it be yourself. Um, mm-hmm. Who, who are you? How do you like things? And I, as a habit, if you listen to people, well, what do you think about that? This isn't about a thinking thing. It's really for us about a feeling thing. How does that feel for you? Eh, Not really feeling it. I always joke, there's an intuitive yes. And there's an intuitive no, there's no intuitive maybe and that can come in. I'm not feeling it, but my ego starts to talk me into it, or I am feeling it, my ego starts to talk me out of it. And so yes, honoring how you like things i used to have people tell me oh, why don't you just slow down and then they would you're so impatient and people love to throw these little things they're not always meant to put you down or harm or anything but you have to be the filter and say but i love fast moving projects i really it doesn't mean i cannot relax it doesn't mean i don't what it means is you're and same with you right so you love that that charge that, um, and you do, you get, you get, you're an idea machine. So you get a lot of ideas and when they feel good, you need to roll on them, step out of the way. I'll do that. Right. Right. Otherwise it feels like you're being held back, which is terrible for your energy because that creates a lot of resistance and we there's your physiology will change, which is not good right. for you right? In your health and your and uh, your energy. So yes, study yourself, be true to yourself. How does that feel for me? Okay. I understand you're saying that, but how does that feel for me? And and that way, you, nope, you just get, I mean, decision-making just becomes like such a power move. Like, no, yes, no, yes, yes. Oh, that, right? And you can make more, pr- then you get traction to your actions. You're not grinding away trying to do something that's actually not in alignment for you. Hmm. ah so frustrating been well, there so right
0: yeah well I find uh, one of the things that I have to be careful of is I am very ideas 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 but I find that sometimes <laughs> I'll pick up ideas I think from the energy of people around me so I have like this idea I get really excited and then I need to remember to check in with myself and see like is that actually mine because <laughs> I'm carried away and then I'll be like hang on I've got no interest really in that thing. I've just kind of somehow like absorbed the energy of someone else and got their idea. And so like that intuitive yes and no, like checking in and going, okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, oh yes. Sometimes, I mean, especially because I work with so many different, well, I'll say clients who have different visions and different I'll receive ideas and it'll feel very inspiring like that. And then mm-hmm. I'll I'll do the same thing. And I recognize then someone will pop in like, oh, that's not for me. And I may share that idea, right? So I may mm-hmm. do that too. Uh, and it's always good to... I mean, I love when the creative side of us, we get that download and it just keeps spinning all the details. And a lot of times when it is for you, it'll just be almost a complete version sort of like Mm. it's just complete in the way that it is. Yes. You have to figure out details and how you want to uh, roll that out. But um, yes, I have that too. So you're right. And I tell like, it's the worst feeling is when you're not getting any ideas. (laughs) So if you're getting floods of ideas, you're in the flow, you're open, you're receiving, um, you're in a great state, you know, when you feel stuck, there are no ideas. You're like, hell, I want, oh, what is this? I can't. And it just er, 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 nothing comes through. (laughs) So yeah, I can resonate with that too, but it's, um, it's fun. It's fun to let them fly.
0: Yeah. Um, my, my next question for you on the sensitivity and, and I think it's amazing the, the work you're doing to sort of, I guess, raise the profile of sensitivity and, and the kind of understanding of it. So if someone uh, is listening who maybe has a negative perception of, of sensitivity or the people around you, of, of ways that you would reckon they can start to shift their, their view of that for themselves or their understanding of their sensitivity?
1: One of the things I do tend to, you know, if it does feel... Okay, well, my life, like I used to think, if I just wasn't sensitive, then I would be better. I would be okay. I could be normal like everyone else. Why can't I just be normal like everyone else? And you're not here to be like everyone else, right? So part of it is opening up to say, well, I was created this way. And also reflecting on, and this isn't about pointing fingers or anything like that, but when and who told you that you were too sensitive when did that come out was it when you were share you were excited about an idea and you were really inspired and they were like what no that's never gonna work like somehow you got shut down right or uh something happened you saw something and you were very upset by it and you cried maybe it didn't even have anything to do with you and someone said you're being too sensitive it doesn't even have anything to do with you so there are little ways that this could have been um, sort of spun around where it's a negative trait. And so what feels better for you? This is what I'll ask you if this is you out there, that it feels negative for you. What feels better to think that you were created with something that's wrong, flawed, uh, or I'm emotionally gifted. I can do things that 80% of the population cannot. I can read energy and I could learn actually how to master my skills and my gift set to do something really good with this in the world which version and so typically we go "Ooh, <laughs> maybe I would like to learn more about that it's um, learning to honor that part of yourself you feel things for a reason they're your feelings no one gets to tell you those are right or wrong they're not you you are you you're the you're the you are the expert you are the number one expert on the entire planet at being you I don't even, even though I read energy and I connect with clients and everything we've talked about, you're you, I'm me. I can't be you, right? So you're the expert. And this is the part where I love putting the power back in your hands to say, how does that feel for me? If I was created this way, what could I do with it that feels really good for me? How do I put more meaning around this and empower myself? Obviously, I could talk on that all day, but that's a start, right? It's just to take a step back and say, "Well, how do I want to feel about this? What would feel better for me?" I kind of like this idea of turning this into my superpower. yeah yeah <laughs> that that would be where I'd start.
0: yeah, and I think thinking about myself for just because I'm my own point of reference, um, that yes, it, I find that being around lots of people can sometimes be draining because of I guess, you know, picking up on all of the energy, but then mm-hmm. rather than just completely shutting myself away from it, actually what I'm moving towards is leaning into it more and actually yes. using it of helping people because I can pick up on how they're feeling or be able to support them in some way through through using it, like you said, as a mm-hmm. gift, as my, as my superpower. So I guess that maybe the natural inclination is, Oh that's too much I'm going to I'm going to shy away from it but actually like you said if you can own it and lean into it it's so I found it much more fulfilling to use it and yes so
1: there and this is where I get frustrated and where I started my journey I would find like I said information that was empowering basically everything you just said yes yeah. I was like oh I can do that I I oh my gosh this is a gift this is great and then I would find information you're uncomfortable in large crowds. You're really moody. And these things that sort of preset and defined me as a sensitive that I thought, well, and so a lot of sensitive will say, but I am uncomfortable in large crowds. I, I am. My mood does change by what other people say or do. And I would just love to point out again, be the filter. So, but let's say you're someone like you are, you started a podcast. You wanted to reach out to people. You wanted to make a difference. You're making an impact with all of your topics. Well, what if you have this preset belief somewhere that, but I can't because of this reason, I just, it's, you can, how are you going to step out and make an impact? Oh, but I can't be around people because I'm a sensitive. So I want to shift it and say, I can be around large crowds and other people. I can practice my skills. Here's what I can do before, during, and after. And it's not about protecting yourself because I feel that that really puts us on guard and makes us feel small. It's about expansion. It's about being very present right, with the with where you're at and who you're connecting with. And then afterwards, honoring your energy. Okay, I just, like if I teach a two-hour workshop in person with a room full of people or I'm giving a talk, there's nothing planned after that, but me time. (laughs) And I just, you know, settle my energy regroup. I can do that. Um, I have a bigger capacity now to do that after practicing for so long, but in the beginning and I was learning. So I just, if you read anything out there or you listen to anything out there that presets or predefines you and it doesn't feel good. It makes you feel restricted, small. You have to be careful. I, I ask you to challenge that and say, but Is that true for me? Is it something that I could change, I could get better at, I could improve my skills? Because if I'm going to step out in the world, hmm, something, I might need to be around people. (laughs) And Mm. I might, right? And so I can be independent of different things. So um, Mm. that's my biggest thing is just be the filter and empower Mm. yourself and decide if that's something, it is true, but I can change it. Mm. It's okay if it's true, but you can get it to work in your favor, right? And do that. Um, that otherwise it's very exhausting. It's very hard.
0: I find that I will go into large crowds if it's something that I'm really interested in. But what I've got much better at is paying attention to my energy. And a couple of times I've got to a point Mm -hmm. like, Oh no, do you know what? I've had enough now. Yeah. I'm going to go and I'm not going to feel guilty about it. I did it in the theater and I'd got to the point where I was just uncomfortable was too close I wasn't enjoying it and I just thought you know for my energy I've, I've had enough now so I'm right. gonna leave because that's what I need to do for me so yeah awareness and looking after your energy and whether it's downtime afterwards like you said or just reading in yourself if you're getting to a point where it's feeling too much or too draining to take a step back but not to just avoid it completely
1: absolutely everything is energy so we take in charge energy is charge and we uh we're filled with charge so when you're calm and it's you know and then you go out in the crowd and you have this or there's a lot of noise or I don't know, there's an angry, weird person in the crowd or the, all of this, we're constantly taking in all this charge. If you take in too much, yes, you feel like, oh, I, this is, I can't think straight or um, I just need to get my thoughts together, things like that. So that's why it's important to reset, hit just like your computer, boom, you hit your reset, everything reboots, you're good to go and honoring that for yourself. And, you know, it's a practice. Um, so let's say you're someone, I have a lot of sensitives who they love to travel. They would love to travel the world. They really want to see other parts of the world, but the thought of being in an airport with all of those people and all of the commotion, so they don't, well, this at some point becomes very unfulfilling or they really want to share their message, but they're terrified to step out online because what if there's, what if someone, Gets upset. What if? Or they try to filter their message. I don't want to upset anyone. You know, there's just all of these things that come into play, and I'm just here to help you free yourself, liberate from that, and do your thing. You know, it's when you're not thinking about all of those things, which is ego, by the way, not actually higher self, self. It's very taxing. It's so hard. What? What do I do? How do I do it? When should I do it? Can I do it? What if it doesn't work? And all of these things back and forth. And this goes with anything finding new friendships. Certainly, just to touch on too, because a lot of sensitives are in not very healthy relationships or they have friendships they've had for a long time, but it's turned for some reason one-sided or they're always kind of accommodating. There are so many elements that, and that's what makes this that personal experience. It's not the same for everyone, but we do experience the same feelings just in our own ways. So I love to help that empowerment piece. So you can you get up and you're inspired as much as possible. You're sharing your, what you want to share that feels meaningful you, for you as much as possible. And you're really at ease and you're healthy. That's the other thing. Sensitives get much healthier and vibrant and outgoing, even introverts. I'm an introvert and yet I'm doing all of these things because we're in that free flowing state and not worrying and overwhelmed by energy, right? So yeah, it's a practice. That's all just have to practice, Mm. be aware and practice. It's, and then it's fun. (laughs) Mm.
0: I'm, um, I'm an introvert as well. And that's something I was wondering about what, how, how much sensitivity and introversion kind of uh, overlap and whether you have any um, sensitive extroverts that you work with or whether it's quite closely related to being an introvert.
1: I do. And this introverted extroverted thing has become sort of interesting from my, because I, I am an introvert, although some people have argued, no, you're not an introvert. Look, you're online, you do live streams, you've been on TV, you speak, you're an extrovert. And so there's this assumption that extroverts can do all things out there, introverts cannot. And so, and when it comes to sensitivity, I wouldn't say that all sensitives are introverts. Um, I tend to have a lot of clients that are, but we all need that connection, spiritual that that connection with other people if it's not you know no we don't need a hundred people to hang out with every day okay but I have become extroverted in some parts of my life because when I'm in my community or I'm putting together an event or a group for sensitives that I serve I am out there, man. Like, I can't get enough of them. I love being around them. I love when I bring a group of sensitives together, and it's like they've all known each other forever they've never met before. And I've had some say to me, this is crazy. I would never go to something like this. I'm an introvert. But I feel like I just fit right in, and everyone's so welcoming. And um, so I, again, challenge the predefined bullet points and qualities of introvert and extrovert. But again, there's you learn your own energy and what you need as far as whatever we want to call it, downtime, alone time. Um, and just know that if, if wouldn't it be unfair if you had a dream or a vision to want to make a difference or help other people, but you weren't given the qualities to be able to do that? That just seems so cruel, right? So your dream and your vision is the truth, and it's about becoming who you need to be to make that happen so that you you do what you came here to do. So anything that's been predefined by anyone, a family member, society, um, things you see in memes going around on Facebook, uh, challenge it. What does that mean for me? Is that true for me? Because that dream and that vision is your calling. That's your truth. Whatever that is, it might be, again, write and share your story. It might be help children. You help, uh, mm-hmm. You're an animal communicator. You it's so unique for each person and their version of it. Um, And so that's kind of my spin is be whoever you want to be.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) And it's okay to say, I mean, I am an introvert. Sometimes I forget. And then sometimes I'm like, nope, this is, you know, I close my door and tell uh, my fiance, I love you, but this is my space and time right now. And I'm okay, you know, and he's an introvert. So, um, but -hmm. we're all unique and you get to be anybody you want to be. That's the fun part.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wonder whether when you were saying about um, the events you have and you have lots of sensitives that come together and then they say that they, you know, they feel like an extrovert in that space. And I wonder how much is being in a space with people who are similar to you and kind of feeling like you found your people, you fit in, you have that kind of, you kind of feel seen and heard. And not so much about introversion, extroversion, it's just feeling safe in that space Mm -hmm. that you were then able to kind of come out more.
1: Yeah. And that's always my intention when I create a space to bring sensitives together. So if you look in your life, if you work a job or even in your family, I said 15 to 20% of the population. So look at the groups that you're in. We're typically the smaller percentage of the group. So you can look around the group and maybe eight out of 10 people are blah, 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 and they're talking and they're telling stories and they're, and then there's a couple quiet people, right? And they're just observing and they're laughing and maybe engaged. But so when I bring a whole group of sensitives together, and I didn't know this in the beginning, this was, it's still though just as magical to me to watch it happen and, and I become the welcoming extrovert, which I always went, before I discovered all these things, right, started doing this, I would go to groups, I would just be terrified. I was so nervous. And I would have to really talk myself into doing it. Okay, just go in there. Um, You know, you're supposed to network and you're, you should go to this uh, party. And um, I used to be the one, I always texted someone and meet me outside or, and, or I would just have to take a deep breath and just do it, and so I never wanted someone to feel that way. So when I have groups or in-person events, uh, I always tell them, "Hey, I'll be wearing this color. I'll be up at the front because if we've not met before, you can think you know someone from Facebook, but you know." And um, and I promise, it's a great space. It's very inviting, and those are words that I really use a lot because that's the energy that I set, and it is. They come in, they're a little nervous, and instantly, a sense will turn on. Hi, I'm, and they become the extrovert, if we can use those terms, right? We'll just use those. And, ever, and the conversation and what, what happens that's different is they start finishing each other's sentences. They say something about feel, oh, I was kind of nervous. Oh, me too. But then, yeah, right. And they're just jumping back and forth instead of, and this is nothing against, I always joke, I don't mean to be a snob against anyone who's not as sensitive. We don't have to feel, we have to explain. That's the newness of this, right? They come into this group, even my community on Facebook, and they share their feelings and people just pop on and comment, oh my God, I felt that way too, but here's what I learned. And they start sharing and going back and forth and they really feel, you said it, seen, heard, understood, very important, very important for confidence building. And that was my biggest thing. I I always felt like I didn't belong. I didn't fit in. I'm not here necessarily to help you fit in I want you to know that you have a tribe right you have people we have people that we can connect with you're still here to be you stand out in your own way but not stand out because you feel like you don't belong that I created that and and that I'm not like sensitives will know that this is such a cool thing I, I joke that I'm a proud crier now I've transition to being a proud crier but things like that make me want to weep with joy when i see and they're crying they're looking around i said look around see you're not the only one you have people we have people but you're here to be you and they and they get emotional and they hug and real friendships have been made in my tribe i have several clients right now that are planning a trip together Um, that has happened before and Mm -hmm lifelong friends that they used to feel so alone in their life. So it's pretty mm-hmm. magical. I really, um, that, that was the sprinkles for me. I didn't know that that was going to happen like that. Mm-hmm. And so I love putting groups and things, events and things like that together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh,
0: I love alone. hearing that because I'm about to, in May, do my first ever like live event thingy, uh, which is only going to be quite small, like maximum 15 people, but still it's kind of a... Yes perfect yeah um so so I'm quite excited hearing that but I was thinking as you were talking about you were saying about the kind of the chatty person in the group and I was thinking I can think of groups where I'm that person um but the sense of belonging that you talked about in yes groups, I feel safe I feel seen I feel like me myself so then I won't stop talking <laughs> so-
1: <laughs> yeah and And that's where I've challenged some who say, well, I'm not good in crowds and I tend to shut down and I go, okay, so there's no group in your, do you have a group of friends, family? How are you with your family? Oh, well, that's different. Well, that's what I'm trying to open up for you. You can be that way. Now, some groups, the energy and the culture and the vibe is not a match. So I always go into, it's not personal and it's not about them. It's either a match or it's not a match. If it's a match, you're going to light up. Because you're not thinking about, do I fit in here? Why are they doing that? Or what is, what's going on? Or feeling almost like, (laughs) I'm going to say it this way, feeling almost like you're standing naked in the group. Like, oh, I just feel so exposed. But Mm -hmm. no, if if it's a match, um, you're, you're just in your genius, your zone of genius. You're just sharing from the heart, from the soul. You're engaged. You're um, in the present, right? You're really in it with everyone. That's I love that feeling. It is just the the whole rest of the world, right? Just kind of disappears. And, Mm -hmm. and you go, Oh my gosh, is it this time already? And, and those are, that's when you know you're in alignment too. So Mm -hmm. it's good signs to not that you cannot grow into alignment with a group, Oh, and by the way, if we are empowered and we step into a new group and it's kind of flat energetically and you feel that, you bring in the pop because you're on purpose and you're lit, you're you're just full of heart and soul and doing your thing, you will raise the vibration of that group. They will gel to you. I mean, that's, that's the magic. I love to say we're the sunshine on the planet. Let's light up the world, right? So let's do that. And uh, yeah, so it's just all very, but it's trusting again, what you feel. And if it's, if it's not a match, it's not a match, but if it is, <laughs> it can be so much more fun.
0: Yeah, I love that idea of, uh, we're the sunshine in the world.
1: Yeah. I either call us where we're the sunshine on the planet. And I do look at, uh, fireflies are a big thing for me. And so I always picture when a sensitive is lighting and sharing their gifts, right? It's just like, there's this magic that happens, um, throughout the world. And if we can all do that, my goodness, can you imagine if everyone who has a dream a vision of making the world a better place, stepped into their power and made that happen, the world would, it would be like waving the magic wand and all the magical stars of cosmic dust. I mean, it would change. We would, it would be amazing. So that's what I'll keep working at is getting every sensitive to be empowered to do that.
0: It's amazing. And, and i'm sure there are a lot of listeners who are uh, sensitive so they're listening to this and hopefully feeling empowered and yes yeah, kind of supported and connected you know that they they're not the only one and that there is no. there is real strength and real i don't know opportunity value whatever in in being this way
1: yes you and you are so loved like i just uh, it's so fun. You know, you meet someone you've never met before, or you connect and it's so easy, effortless mm-hmm. and meaningful. And that's what to me makes life more magical.
0: Mm-hmm. is
1: those moments of wow, I mean, I Again, I did not, of course, if you want to start your own business or you step out or you do your own thing, you know, you're going to have connection with people and you're going to have to meet new people. And, but when I look back at what has happened and unfolded, because I stepped in this direction, the amount of people I've met around the world, been able to meet in person, I would have never met them. I would have never had that opportunity. And that, I, I mean, that is fulfillment you know, just um, that's really what keeps me going in this is um, I don't want anyone to feel alone. I really felt that way. Even if I hit it well, you might be a good, you might be good at hiding it like I was. No, I'm fine. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. I'll just make myself do this. Um, People think on the outside, it looks, but on the inside, you're scared or uh, you're not alone. And there, you do have People who understand you, and I love when I hear from someone will reach out and they'll say, "I don't know if this makes sense," or, you know, "I don't know if because to many people in their life it has not. They have not made sense to other people." And I go, "It makes absolute sense. I, I can totally see it." And I start adding sort of these, and they go, "Oh, oh my God, you really get it! Like you get me. I can't believe it." That then I know I'm I'm on purpose, mm-hmm. right? I've done done something so. Yeah. You're not alone. Mm -mm.
0: Nope. (laughs) And and that is such a powerful thing, isn't it? If it's the first time ever that you feel truly seen and understood, that's such a powerful experience. And just thank you for being out in the world and giving people that experience of, of, you know, being truly seen. It's,
1: I want to pay that forward. I want to pass it on. And you, and also You know, I do, I tell my clients and, and same with you, like right back at you with what you're doing and the awareness you're creating. And this is about connection and, and bringing awareness to self. And that's where all the, not, so when I say change, I don't mean that you need to change you because that's a lot of what people misunderstand. Oh, I need to change me. I need to change who I am. No, we need to change the perspective, right? So I can believe in you and I do. I have never had a client come to me where I couldn't see their full potential because I see energy, I see into their soul and all these things, right? Mm-hmm. But the important thing is that they believe in them. And so that's what I mentor. So that I become I'm the spiritual mirror, I reflect your truth and always help you trust yourself the most. Um so that we all can do this and collaborate and uh and share and and make this um better experience for everyone um, that it's not so isolating and I think you know with mental health the way that it's positioned it's all or nothing and it's scary and it's um, and it's not if you start with self and start to look at yourself if you're viewing yourself as stuck I don't know um, a lot of people say I don't know and I challenge you to stop saying that phrase as well and say "Um, I'm open to answers or I'm learning new ways to look at things you're never stuck with a perspective. You can shift it. That's the power, right? Mm-hmm. I feel overwhelmed. What's a better way to look at this? Uh, I can take a step back from things. I can I can rest a little bit. I can take a mini walk. Uh, what can I do something about? Mm-hmm. And focus there. And that will help you shift your energy so you get that powerful feeling back instead of feeling trapped by something. I just never want someone to feel stuck. And yes, I'm here to open the door mm-hmm. to the rest of your world <laughs> and and the way you want it to look and feel for you mm-hmm. mm.
0: and I just want to uh, pick up on something really quickly that, that you said about that the idea of changing yourself and that it's not that they mm-hmm. need to change it's, it's about their view of themselves changing that they are amazing as they are but that maybe they've got this negative view of themselves mm-hmm. changing that view that perspective that like you said so that they can just fully become who they are and a yes. lot of what you see is about, you know, change, like be be new you, be like best you. But no, it's just changing that view of yourself so that you can really just embody.
1: Yeah, I love that word embody. And a lot of senses, unfortunately, have tried to work very hard at changing who they are and they've become someone they're not. I did that. Oh, I should have this job. I should be with this this kind of group. I should do these kinds of activities. But they weren't really in alignment. I did what I thought I should do instead of what felt right for me. And so that's what I also present. Do don't do what you think you should do. Do what feels right for you, and always trust that first feel, not that second thought. And that way, you know, it's so interesting because sensitive. Well, I. I don't find good friends, or I uh, I really struggle in my workplace, or I'm, I always seem to end up in the same kind of fill-in-the-blank job, career, relationship, right? And so I so, said, well, let's really discover who you really are, and are you putting all of that out in the world, or are you watering it down, filtering it, adjusting it, dialing it back? Well, I've kind of been told I'm too much sometimes. What? Mm -hmm. well then that's not your match you have it's so hard to try so hard to be someone you're not Mm
0: -hmm.
1: so that it works for other people what be who you are and your true people will love that they will love that I don't have people in my life anymore that tell me I'm too sensitive or that I'm too this or not enough of that or it's just it takes the the hard out of it Can we take the heart out of life? Like, wouldn't that be nice, right? Mm -hmm. So yes, it's more about how does that feel for me? What would I like? What don't I like? And getting really okay with your answers, then you can decide to share with other people instead of will they like this or accept this about me? Do I need to change this about me so they stay calm or they don't get upset or, and a lot of times, which is why I work with clients to support them as they're getting more empowered and embodying that because the relationships in their life are, were created from a different energetic state, right? Now Mm -hmm. all of a sudden they're showing up a little more expressive and they're happier and they are sharing their feelings more. They're saying no sometimes. And people are like, uh, not everyone's always accepting of that because it used to be more one-sided. So Mm though, but yes, it's, not change you, in fact, be more of you, be more you. who you really are. And let's take the filters out of there and get to the true version of you um, And and not feel like you can't be yourself. What an awful feeling. You're here to be yourself. We need that. That's why you were created that way. So mm. yeah, I like to peel away the layers of stuff that people put on other people
0: <laughs> i mean we could just talk about this it's i know day, but i have some set questions speaking of losing track of time <laughs> so i have some set questions i ask everyone that, that comes yes to- i love to go through so, so the first one is what always boosts your mood what brings you joy in your life
1: oh my goodness so I've created such a long list of this and this is what I encourage it's a love list but everything from sunshine, nature, my dog really human connection, being around people that feel good to be around um, alone time (laughs) also my me time I love creative time I really, something, it could be something as simple though, making a cup of tea or coffee for me is an experience right so I make everything an experience for myself and that way I'm just really present, I'm doing things that feel good for me and that allows me to expand my capacity for others um but definitely my family my dog she's not just a dog she's (laughs) she and uh and just helping other people being of service um Mm -hmm. yeah that's just a that's the short list really
0: (laughs) what type of dog do you have
1: I have a basset hound. Oh. <laughs> Her name is Miss Buttercup. She's become kind of our mascot in the community. Everyone knows Miss Buttercup, and she is my little soulmate. <laughs> She's my little work partner. But, yeah, I know Sensitive lot, uh, have pets, and so we do a lot of pet selfies in my group And because it's such a great connector. We all get it, how much we love our animals.
0: <laughs> I've got my 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 baby boy is just laying next to me here. Oh. He, um like half awake now oh in the middle in a minute (laughs) but yeah I definitely get that as well um so my next question for you is what makes life meaningful for you having
1: purpose now having purpose also means creating purpose but knowing for me knowing that I am making a difference for someone and it doesn't have to be the whole world at one time, it could be my friend, it could be my dog, it could be myself, it could be my son, or one of my sons, it could be my clients, but just having put those pieces together that, um, that I'm sharing my gifts in a meaningful way. You know, I'm not just hiding them or I really, and I actually have gotten to the point if I'm not doing that actively enough and I find this with a lot of sensitives, there's a heaviness
0: that I feel a little
1: lost or I feel a little anxious. And so as I start to share um, and someone says, oh, I really needed to hear that today. <sighs> There's my rainbow. <laughs> that's that's really, that feels good.
0: That so, so funny you say about that heaviness because my first ever podcast episode, I did my, sort of my why. And I'd realized that if I wasn't kind of sharing or helping other people, I didn't feel like, me or that I was happy or whatever you know so it's just so funny you saying that because I same (laughs) yes
1: yes and it's uh it's a it's one of the surprising reasons I think that sensitives discover that may be contributing to that heavy feeling they're not expressing and sharing enough from self and so yeah so we can we can change that look at you
0: (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so my next question uh, one of our big topics uh, that we talk about a lot on the podcast is mental wellness. So it's two questions actually. Uh, so, what does mental wellness mean to you, and how do you look after your own mental well-being?
1: I I really like to look at mental wellness as it's a a moving energy. It's not a fixed state. So, it's really presented again as all or nothing. If you have negative, well, what's construed as bad emotions, that's bad. It's not. It's all, we're, why would we have them? Everyone has those emotions, right? So, I look at it, it's moving energy. And if energy is feeling heavy, stuck, down, or having heavy thoughts that depress, On your energy it is not to take ownership of any label diagnosis or title now I don't diagnose people nothing against anything out there I just always want people to know that you can you can shift your perspective you can move into, it doesn't have to be an all or nothing like, oh, I'm really down and I need to be super happy kind of state. It can be, how could I feel a little bit better right now? What would make me feel that way? What little pivot could I take? What could I focus on, right? So mental wellness for me is, it is a lifestyle, but it is that energy is always moving. And so it's energy to me. Everything is energy. It's not fixed. Uh, And for myself, I, my biggest thing is, what do I need to hear right now? I mean, I've become really masterful and I teach my clients get, get really good at talking to yourself, not listening to yourself. What do you need to hear right now? Say it like you mean it, say it again and then start to, you know, build that momentum. Like I don't need to have all the answers right now. I'm very curious. All the answers are coming. All I need to do is keep going. What could I, you know, I, I, I've gotten through things before, right? And so um, those things, sometimes I have to remind myself how far I've come. I teach the process of progress because we're conditioned egoically to never have been, you know, we've never made any progress. I'm not getting there. Uh, so I really sometimes, yeah, it's a matter of also. This is how I really, when I start to feel my energy get very congested, very heavy, very stuck. Oh, I'm feeling anxious. It's time for my don't want list. What has sort of piled up in my life that I've been tolerating, putting off, um, and start to take action? Oh my gosh, the smallest action can get you into motion. Go empty your garbage can. You did something. Yay! Now celebrate it, right? That, so that's it's a little bit of a process, but it's, it's just very simple and it's become innate. So if I just am very aware of my energy, as soon as it does that, I shift. What am I focused on? What would be better for me to focus on? What do I need to hear? Um, And sometimes all day, it's not a, I didn't, you know, like you brush your teeth in the morning, done for the day. Yeah. Well, focus (laughs) and mindset, depending on the day or how you feel or what's going on in your life. Did you just get bad news? You may need to do that several times through the day or a million whatever it takes. That's my thing. Whatever it takes. It's good. Mm-hmm. And then you just get better at it.
0: I think you might have also possibly answered my next question. <laughs> you, said the, you said the word. Uh, so my next question is to describe your own mindset and you just mentioned mindsets. So it's like, Oh, look, perfect link to the next question.
1: I mean, my mindset is, you know, I describe to people because I see energy and I, I mean, I communicate with animals, plants, I see fairies, I see colors sometimes I look in the world and trees have, it looks like they have glitter. So my mind is sort of like a magical paradise. It might be a little bit kind of like Disney world version. So I've also, some people have thought maybe I'm too fluffy or this, you know, we talk a lot about unicorns and my, and fairies and glitter. And that's my mindset because I love being happy. I love it. When I'm in a happy state, I am much more impactful. I am much more creative and inspired and so when we're inspired we're in spirit and that's my mindset is always not that I try to stay there but I notice when I've gone out right I've not noticed when I've whoa I seem to be lost in the shadows what's happening here and how do I move myself back in so it doesn't have to be try to be happy all the time that's ridiculous oh let's take the pressure off let's just notice when we're not Hmm. and notice that we notice and come back in so my mindset is very playful hmm. it's very playful yes yeah. sarcastic sometimes most times
0: <laughs> yeah why not it's, <laughs> i'm very sarcastic um, yes it's <laughs> <no. laughs> a great kind of outlook and i was thinking when you were saying that about happiness have you seen the film inside out Yes,
1: I was like, "This is genius."
0: Why would you not want joy to be in the driving seat, like all the all the time? Like, yes, the others kind of, but you want why wouldn't you want happiness to be in charge? Because
1: you know that movie made it gave us such a great visual of. I love it. What happens? And I do. I there are some people who are mystery to me like that, and it's such a sad way to live if they are letting the angry drop all the you know, or but. We can do our part to to say, yes. I want joy. Just whoosh whoosh. <laughs> That's when you're in that state, um, which is why we do a lot of celebrating, talking about a party vibe. Because you know, when you're at an amazing party, it's like amazing. The food's great. The people are great. Everybody's having so much fun. You're not stressed. You're not shut down. You're not closing in. The world isn't closing in on you, right? So the more open we can be then the more possible we are. And Mm. that's when the magic happens. So yes, yes, I love that movie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So my next question, um, I ask all the guests that we have on the podcast to leave the listeners with between one and three strategies, techniques that they can put in place in their life that will have a massive impact. So you could tailor them to sensitives or Mm -hmm. everyone. Uh, but what would be your one to
1: three strategies? I mean, first I would have to say notice what you notice. My my clients, they've heard this a million times, I'll never stop saying it. Not just notice, oh, I'm so stressed out. Period. Huh. I'm really stressed. Why am I noticing that? Right. So notice what you notice and adjust. So if you're fixated on an obstacle, you're fixated on what someone said, you're fixated on this will never work, whatever. That can make you feel very trapped, very stuck. Notice. That you notice, you feel a certain way, and say, "How am I feeling? Stressed. What would make me feel better right now? I could get up and go for a walk, then go do that thing, right?" So that's number one: is notice what you notice and adjust. And I think the second thing is, uh, I love to point out that negative thoughts are normal. That doesn't make them true. Hmm. They're just normal. Every brain is wired. There's a prehistoric part of our brain that actually looks for danger to keep you safe. We have a conditioned part of our mind called the ego. Okay, it's all normal. But when we engage with it, those thoughts as if they're truth and now we're defending in our own mind or we're taking in so just know that negative thoughts are normal that does not make them true you actually get to decide what is true for you which brings me uh, to number three I said earlier but it's my fave (laughs) is to really get good at talking to yourself versus listening to yourself if those negative thoughts are rattling you're stepping out of your comfort zone to do something new and exciting. And your ego starts freaking out. Oh my God, what if they laugh? What if they don't accept it and all this? Just say, that doesn't have to be true. What do I need to hear right now? I need to hear that I'm doing this for a good reason. This feels good for me. This is what I'm here to do. Someone out there may need to hear this from me today. And that is what will help you override those negative thoughts. They mean nothing. I always say, let them pass by like clouds in the sky. That's all Mm -hmm. they are thoughts, right? Create your own uh, belief system, your own structure, your own that's where the we can use the words in our mind, they're all energy. And that can help you activate that confidence, that conviction, um, that joy, that possible feeling. That's and that that just that simple process. Do 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 oh, notice what I notice. Am I fixated an obstacle? What's a different way to look at it? What do I need to hear right now? And move into action on something you can do something about, and you will find that you will get you'll get just better outcomes you'll feel more relaxed and and you'll start to see it's not just the end-all goal happens and every it's who you become right it's how you get to feel along the way if you have such a great big dream and goal but you feel crummy along the way that's not fun that's not let's do it different so i would say those those three
0: amazing thank you for those um i could just sit and talk to you all night other people are feeling equally inspired from from hearing you talk. How can people connect with you online? How can they find out more about you?
1: You know, the best way is come hang out with me. I have a community on Facebook. It's Sensitive's Soul Tribe, so Sensitive's plural, Sensitive Soul Tribe. Or you can also find my page, which is just Nicole Eisler. Um, but the community is just what we described before. You're walking in a virtual um, high energy space i'm very particular about the energy in the group i have daily support there's sensitives from all over the world and um that we we welcome each person individually and we want to get to know you and that would be probably the best space would be sensitive soul tribe on facebook yeah
0: mm-hmm. amazing literally as soon as we hang up i'm gonna join <laughs> uh, Yay! Oh, yeah. <laughs> So, um but I will put um the, the name, um in the show notes as well so that so that other people can find it as well thank you oh my gosh it's so much fun yeah thank you Nicole. I've really really enjoyed speaking to you and it's just it's really nice we were saying about that power of being seen and being recognized and there's so much of what you've said that really resonates with me so I yeah I just have loved talking to you so thank you so much
1: for being a guest today oh thank you for what you're doing and for having me and just letting this go where it was intuitively meant to go it has been a wonderful part of my day and thank you to everybody who listened i'd love to meet all of you
0: (laughs) that's great (laughs) just be be true to you yeah
1: you're not alone we got a good thing going on here in this world right (laughs) thank you
0: So thanks again to Nicole for joining us um, and I did join her Facebook group <laughs> straight afterwards. So in the interview I referred to a May event that I was going to run which was a face-to-face wellbeing event uh, which unfortunately because of the current situation had to be postponed for who knows when. Um, so <laughs> instead I've just kind of dived into organising the wellbeing conference uh, which is a completely new thing I've not done before but I am a really looking forward to that i also as i mentioned last week have my online course launching soon to really help you reconnect with yourself and as uh, nicole and i were saying in this conversation it's not about a new you or a better you it's just changing the way that you feel about yourself and being more you figuring out who you are and being more that so that's what the course is all about uh, and i would love to Have some of you on there. And I've updated the links from my Instagram. So I now have a milkshake (laughs) account. Basically, it means there's one nice, handy link which you can click on from the Psyche Coaching Instagram page, uh, just in the bio, and it will take you to another little page that has all the important links. So if you're interested in working with me to find out more about the Wellbeing Conference and tickets for the podcast, So if you're on Instagram and you want a quick link to the podcast that's in there or if you're recommending the podcast to someone else and I would absolutely love it if you did pass on a recommendation to a friend who you think would benefit from hearing some of the messages that we've got on the podcast. And then the last link that I want to share. I've um, been thinking a lot about the podcast and trying to grow it and um a lot of podcasters, as they develop, they start to have advertisements, and it's something I th- I thought about, but I just I don't think it is the kind of right fit for this podcast and what we're about and what I'm about. Uh, so this is never uh, famous last words, but <laughs> never going to have adverts on the podcast. Um. But what we have done is launched a Patreon site. So if you really love the podcast and you want to help support us to continue to produce content like this, full of honest conversations and challenging uh, misconceptions and all of that, then you can become a patron of the podcast. And with that, there will be some added benefits, some extra episodes and content, and also a chance to input your ideas for the direction that the podcast grows in or the topics that you want us to cover. If you are interested in supporting us to help us to continue to put out great stuff, then the link to that is also in that link tree. Although it's not a link tree, it's a milkshake tree, I don't know. (laughs) But anyway, go to our Instagram page and the link's there um, and you'll find all of those things there you know, it would be great if we had some patrons supporting, but even if we don't, it's still going to remain ad-free because actually for me and for the why of the podcast, that just kind of feels the right thing to do. And actually in all of this episode, Nicole was saying about, you know, forget about what you think you should do and what you feel, you know, feels right for you. And this is what feels right for me. So uh, yeah, it's something that uh, hopefully people are getting benefit from and that really is the purpose of the podcast. There is so, something so powerful as we've said this week about being seen or kind of seeing your experience being mirrored by someone and uh, I've been recording a couple of interviews with other podcasts this week which is uh, exciting for the future and, um, and that's something for me in uh, my own journey with my mental health that actually seeing my experience mirrored was the thing that really showed me actually I, I need some help there's something that's not right I'm not in a good place so that's why we try and bring you lots of different stories and different experiences as Nicole said it's so powerful to feel seen so yeah I hope you have enjoyed this episode with Nicole I've loved it we'll be back with another episode next week And actually, I'm going to be back on Sunday with a bonus episode, and this is the first time we've ever brought an episode out on a Sunday. Uh, Usually Monday, Wednesday, or uh, we've done a Thursday one for a special day, but we're joined by Ryan and we're going to be talking about gender fluidity. And Sunday is International Day Against Homophobia, Transphobia and Biphobia. So obviously that is a a massive umbrella if you like of different experiences within that and so we'll be hearing Ryan's personal experience uh, on Sunday so stay tuned for that.